Today, we break the myth that you have to run paid ads to grow your business on social media. It isn't true, and my guest today is going to tell you why. I'm excited to introduce you to my friend Tracy Beaver. She and I have been on this entrepreneur journey together for many years and have served in some different roles together as well, helping small businesses with their marketing. And so I'm excited to introduce you to her as CEO and founder of Tracy Beaver's Coaching. She has a proven track record in marketing, sales, and in business growth. In her award-winning career of 20 years, Tracy has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs with everything from overcoming fear of sales to growing their business visibility through organic marketing strategies. Tracy is a public speaker, published author, and she has been featured on some top business podcasts, including Amy Porterfield's, if you're familiar with her. She's also been a regular contributor on one of our local hometown's premiere TV shows. Tracy is the creator of two online programs, Business Visibility Made Easy, and Be a Confident Entrepreneur. Well, hey, Tracy, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me on the Dream Launcher podcast. Tell me um, a little bit about what you have going on right now, and then I've got some questions for you. Thanks. So I am so excited to be here, Stephanie. Um, as you know, I have been on a mission to help online entrepreneurs and actually any business owner, really, because every single business owner needs an email list, but more specifically online entrepreneurs to show them the ways they can get visible for their business. They can get their themselves out onto social media, front and center, visible to their ideal clients and attract them to their email list. Because as we both know, the email list is one of, is the only thing we own in our business when it comes to things like that. And it's the source of our income. So to get that consistent monthly income that we all want, we've got to get visible and we've got to grow that email list and then the income will start happening. So I've been on a mission to do that. I think that's awesome. Can you give us a little insight about kind of what was the driving force behind you starting your business in, to begin with that just that entry into entrepreneurship is this podcast, a lot of the ladies that watch, that listen to this, they're brand new or they're just now really thinking about jumping in finally. So yeah. what launched you? I got fed up with corporate America, <laughs> much like a lot of us. So I have been an entrepreneur off and on my whole life in little, little pockets here and there, but I kind of hung up my hat on it for a, for a lot of years because I had gone through a divorce. I had two small children. I was a single mom. I needed to get back to making W-2 income with benefits and get us stable. I couldn't really, I didn't have the time or the energy to spend on anything entrepreneurial. So fast forward, um, I met my now husband. We've been married now. We've, we've known each other 16 years. We've been married now 13. And the kids and I moved uh, to where we live now for us to be married and, and start our life together. And I started, I was in corporate. I was working for a local bank um, in various sales type roles, mortgage loan officer, commercial lending, private banking, things like that. And fast forward through, and it wasn't just at that bank. It was some of the jobs I was doing. They just didn't feel like the right fit. I just, I was exhausted all the time. I was stressed out all the time. I was missing the kids. I just was like, really, is this all there is? Why have I worked so hard 
and this is what I have. And I was making great money, but you and I both know it's not all about the money. And so fast forward through a few more jobs that were just like a jacket that felt two sizes too small and some toxic bosses and some coworkers that were extremely negative. I mean, I just kept bumping up my, bumping my head up against the swimming pool in corporate America, you know, and looking back on it, it was God. And you're just going to go, of course it was, it was God throwing rocks at me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One after the other saying, okay, you need to pivot. Okay. You need to pivot. And I kept thinking, oh, I need to go find another job. But what he was trying to do was instill in me, no, Tracy, you need to teach people how to do what you do. Because I always had people coming to me, asking me how success, how I was so successful in sales and marketing and business development, growing market share for companies by leaps and bounds. And, you know, finally I realized (laughs) when he hit me with a brick, uh, is when I finally realized because I was starting to get physically sick to my stomach going yeah. to work and started having some autoimmune situations happening. And I thought, okay, I can't do this anymore. I've got to do something else. And so I thought, okay, people are telling, people are asking me all the time how to build their businesses, how to be successful in sales. I'm going to start with that. And right. so here I am. That's awesome. Well, I want to dig into the the meat of what you do. You have an amazing program where you really do uh, help those small businesses or any business get out of all of the paid advertising to grow. And I think in today in today's world, people crave more of the connection anyway. And so the paid ads, people know their ads. And so there's that a little bit of, I guess, cynicism, you could say when you're watching something and it's an ad versus being able to really grow and create that relationship with somebody through other means and be a little more organic with it. So what would you say is really one of the big mistakes that you see small business owners make when it comes to social media and growing their email list? And you might need to start a little bit with what's an email list and why do I need one? Right. (laughs) Sure, absolutely. So I agree with you completely. Organic marketing and organic growth is is my jam. It's what I prefer. I've tried paid ads and they did not convert well for me. And I think it's because I'm such a relational person and I really like the connection with people. I have grown my business, my email list to over 3000 subscribers. And in my second full year of business, hit over well over six figures just through organic means. So paid ads just didn't work for me. So I am living proof that you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on paid ads because they, they do work well for some businesses. They make a lot of sense, but that's not where I want people to start. And with regard to an email list, it, it, as you and I mentioned, the email list um, is really the only thing we own, especially in the online space. I don't own Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, none of those platforms. And about a year and a half ago, Facebook and Instagram both went down and went dark for about 36 hours. And I was asked to be in Facebook's leaders network in the meta leaders network. And I've been in it now for two years. And it was so sad to me when the lights came back on and we were in the meta leaders group, there were thousands and thousands of business owners that lost a lot of money because they are building their businesses completely on social media. They had no way of contacting their clients and their students and their buyers. But somebody that you and I both follow, Amy Porterfield, 
She mm-hmm. has taught list growth forever. And she was interviewed recently by the owner of HubSpot. And he asked her if there was anything she would do different in her business, knowing what she knows now, 14 years in. And she said, yes, I would have started growing my email list on day one. Right. Because that right. day, that 36 hour period, when everybody else was losing money, she sent one email to her list and she made about $14,000, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so her, she had no interruption in service, in other words. And right. so if you're trying to advertise or promote on social media or promote with radio ads or television ads or magazine ads or any of the other things, if we're dependent upon other people and other platforms and other places to get our message out, then we are building on rented land because we don't own those things. And so the, what I want the audience to understand is that it's not difficult to get started growing an email list. Um, there are certain key things you can do and, um, you know, easy things. For example, creating a free lead magnet. And a lead magnet is simply something that does exactly what it says. It magnetizes your lead to you. So a simple checklist for something, or um, I was talking to a group of uh, professional organizers the other day, and I said, well, what about a simple checklist for top, top five ways to organize your garage in 30 minutes or less? You know, that's a free item they could give away on social and throughout all the other platforms that pulls their ideal clients to them. And then that person has to opt in to your email list to get that freebie. And so that's where the list growth starts to happen is with those lead magnets. But there are also, I have 10 other strategies that I teach in my group coaching program because most list building courses will teach you to identify your ideal client and then create a free lead magnet and put it out on social media. And those two things are outstanding. Everybody needs to do those things. But I, I did those things and my list was growing, but I'm, an, I'm not a very patient person. And I knew there had to be more ways to do this. And so I developed 10 other strategies. And when we layer them together in the way that I teach in my special formula, it creates a marketing machine for you that does the email list growth and sales conversions for you. It's really, really exciting, but it's a bunch of, it's, it's, I was about to say it's a bunch of simple things and that's not necessarily true. It's a, it's 10 things that if I listed them all out, you go, Oh, well that makes sense. But there's proper ways to execute them to get the results that you really want. Yeah. I, I totally agree. It's one of the things I know in, in my own business that I found was, you know, I've got a few different options, to opt into my email list. And I know it's been a little while since I did one, but I know I did some summits. I've done podcast guesting where I'm the guest on the podcast, like you are today here. And, and I have so much fun with that. That's, I absolutely love doing that. Um, And those are a couple of the ways that I know that I've grown my list in addition to just, you know, talking about it, doing some videos here and there and making sure that I've got that call to action to, remind people to go get the download, get the free thing, get that, that thing that builds on what I just taught on or whatever that might look like for the particular lead magnet. Mm-hmm. Right. Where do you feel that once I have that, if I've got that lead magnet, uh, yeah. where do you feel that we drop the ball as entrepreneurs? Like, okay, we have it. Yeah. Where do we drop the ball? <laughs> 
great question. We've the some of the mistakes I see are we completely forget to use it at all. We forget to promote it at all. One of the things I have my clients and students do is list out what I call their calls to action or the things they could use as a call to action. It could be a, a lead magnet. I have them list all their lead magnets. It, do they have a free Facebook group? I have them put that on the list. Do they have a podcast? I have them put that on the list. Do they have a blog? I have them put that on the list. Do they write a book? Do they have a book a free info call link? Um, you know, what are the things they can offer? Do they have many offers, $9 offers, $27 offers on up to their programs. Those are all the calls to action that need to be kept top of mind because calls to action are really simple and easy to use, but they're super simple and easy to forget. And we get so focused on creating social media content that we forget, what am I doing this for? And so when I visit with my clients and students, I want them to remember all roads lead to list building. With every action you take in your business every single day, Ask yourself, how is this growing my email list? And so when you go to create a social media post, I want you to think, okay, this needs to lead to list growth in some way. Therefore, what do I want my person to do when they land on this post? Do I want them to opt in for the free lead magnet? Do I want them to book an info call? Because if they book an info call, they should land on your email list as well through that automation. Um, When they buy your book, all, all of these things need to be set up for email list growth also. Not, you know, your lead magnet, yes, but your podcast, and I know you do a great job of this, Stephanie, in the show notes, you've got to have a call to action that leads to email list growth. Right. When you go to to um, be a guest on a podcast, and you know this, um, when I'm a guest on a podcast and the podcast host sends me the, the episode link, um, I make sure that I have a call to action in that interview and then we share that on social media and we include the call to action again. Go grab my free guide. Go sign up for my live masterclass. So all roads have to lead to, lead to email list growth. And the other thing that I, that I um, see them doing is there's when they set up their Facebook personal profile, for example, or their Instagram profile, that needs to lead to email list growth. So if they have an awesome free lead magnet or they have a free Facebook group, or a podcast that's set up for list growth, like we talked about, they need to be showcasing that on their personal profile using that cover photo. They need to be um, maxing out every nook and cranny of that personal profile. Because when we see them on social and we want to connect with them, we're going to click on that. Because nine times out of 10, that Facebook personal profile is what shows up when you're on Facebook. And even if you're interacting in Facebook groups, And so when I land on someone's personal profile, I want to be able to say immediately, oh, I need this person or, oh, this person is for me or, oh, this person's not for me. And they need to make it really easy on me to figure out how I can connect with them to know more and land on their email list. And so there's so many what I call leaks in our visibility. These little things add up, these little leaks add up to big problems when we don't have things dialed in, when we're not, when we're forgetting to promote our lead magnet on social media, when we're forgetting to talk about it, um, you know, all of these little small leaks need to be plugged in order for your marketing machine to really convert. And I know one of the things that I've seen as I've evaluated some of the, some of the social posts and things that my clients have done Mm -hmm. is they're afraid to say it too often. They're afraid to, to be too repetitive. Correct. And, and so you have to remind them 
No, because not everybody saw every single time you did it. I follow social media examiner, their podcast. And I, I want to say they said three to 5% of your audience. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we feel my, my clients and students say that too, because it feels like to us, we've got a bullhorn in our hands and we're standing on the front yard <laughs> of our ideal client's house. And we're just repeating, you know, buy my thing, sign up for my thing. Hey, see me, see me, see me. You know what I mean? But that's not what's happening. It feels like that. And so that's why we we tend to be like, oh, I'm being, I'm, I'm worried about being spammy. I'm worried about being seen as aggressive or too assertive or I'm saying it too much. No, you're not. Because in sales, back when I was in um, corporate belly-to-belly sales, it was eight to 12 touches before right. someone was going to convert. In the online space, it's double that easy. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be consistent and that, and that, that's the other mistake I see people, people making and it causes a leak in their visibility and in their marketing efforts and in their conversions is they try something, it doesn't work, or they think it doesn't work. They get frustrated. They try something else, or they try something for a week or two and it's yeah. not going like they think. And so they're going to go try something else. Um, you know, and that consistency is key and being patient because, um, you know, it takes months sometimes right. to get everything, you know, rolling like we want it to roll. When it comes to building the lead magnets, um, is, are there some tips that you can give as far as that particular piece? And so, as Tracy said, the lead magnet is that free thing that you sign up for. Somebody has a free guide, a checklist a something, mm-hmm. and you're going to exchange your name and email for that free, that download, that PDF, that maybe it's an audible uh, file or something. I have some amazing ones that I still listen to. I've had them for years and I listen to them almost every morning. And it's like this, you know, kind of morning routine thing that I have. And it was a free download that was a lead magnet for one of the coaches that I follow mm-hmm. and I still use it every day for yeah. three years like <laughs> two three years yeah. and so what are some some of the things with that lead magnet whether it's you know with the the actual I will say physical um, thing that they create or the follow-through are there some some mistakes there tell me what you mean by the follow-through oh email sequence that happens afterwards. Like, what do you do? Okay. Now they've signed up. Now what, what do I do with it? Where's, where are the leakages there with, with now they've got it. They've got it in hand. What do I send them now? What do I do now? Right. So we have to keep thinking, where is that person in my business right now? Where are they in my funnel and where can I send them next? So once somebody has opted in for a lead magnet, it is important to send them um, an, an email of some kind, the way my lead magnets are set up. Um, I used to, the first two or three that I created years ago, um, that was when everybody was saying, you have to have two or three emails with every lead magnet. Well, I got away from that because I have 11 lead magnets right now. Right. And I can't, you know, if you wanted to opt in to three or four of them today and you were getting two to three emails with every single one, that's too much. You're probably going to think this girl's offer off her rocker. She's out of her mind. I am unsubscribing so fast. And so I send, somebody opts into my lead magnet. I send them one email. Hey, here's your thing. Whether it's a video or a PDF or something else, Um, you know, a free Facebook group can be a lead magnet as well. Right. Um, And then once somebody is on the list, then I'm thinking through, okay, they're on my list. So I don't necessarily need to send them another lead magnet, although that's not a bad idea. But now I need to think, 
what do I want them to do next? Do I want them to join my free Facebook group? Mm-hmm. Do I want them to go download my latest podcast episode or read my blog? Do I want them to book an info call? Do I want them to sign up for my live masterclass? And just think through the content that you would want to share with someone that's interested in your business. Write that. Don't make the email so like we just think we have to be, you know, this, this, it's, we think it has to be fabulous with sparklers and Christmas lights attached to it and, you know, music and sound. And it's just, right. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It could be a very simple, Hey, Stephanie, I'm so glad, you know, I'm so happy to be in your inbox. I hope you've had a great week. I hope your 2024 is off to a great start. Here's what's going on in my world this next week. If you'd like to join me, da, 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 da. Here's a little tip or here's a blog post or whatever. Um, and then remember that the PS is one of the most read parts of the email. And so the PS would be, where do you want to send them next? You could either cover that in the body of the email, or you could do it with the PS, like, you know, sign up for my free masterclass or, Hey, book a free info call. If you are in need of a coach this year, you know, that kind of thing. So the emails don't have to be something um, wild and crazy. It could go completely correspond with all of the material you're already creating. One of the things I teach in my program is that everybody needs to have an anchor piece of content, regular weekly content, whether that's a, that's a blog or a live video or a podcast, something you're putting out every week for your audience. That's free for me. I started going live on Facebook years ago. I go live every Thursday at 1130 through StreamYard so that I can hit my Facebook business page, my Facebook group, and my YouTube channel all at the same time. Right. My audience has come to know, to to expect that. Well, my email that I send on Tuesday is, hey, here's what we're going to talk about live on Thursday. And here's a couple of tips I'm going to give you. Hope you'll join me. Here's a link to my Facebook group. And then a PS of something I've got going on, like right now, the live masterclasses that we're doing. Right. And so it doesn't, so, so that anchor piece of content is that live weekly training that I do. And then from that, everything else is born. So I look at the meat of the training and I'm like, okay, I could take these two tips and make a social media post. I could take these two tips and make a social media post. I could write a blog based on the training that I just did. I could do a podcast episode based on the training that I just did. And everything that I need to say about in my email that week is right there in front of me. Right. And so just make it easy on yourself. Just pick that anchor piece of content and let everything. And then with now with chat GPT, Holy mackerel, you could take that live training or that podcast or that blog you wrote, throw it into chat GPT and say, hey, could you write me a blog post on this? Could you tell me five things I could deliver in a live training on this topic? Could you write two social media posts for me? You know, it just make it easy on yourself. And could you write an email for me? What should I say to my audience? I want to I want to tell them about this. What's a fun way to do that? Right. I know uh, to that point, like with my podcast not every episode is fully scripted, but some, especially when I'm going pretty deep into scripture or something like that, I'm going to script it out because I want to make sure I hit all the right points and everything. And so I will take that script and I'll go drop it in chat GPT and say, give me a summary and give me five social media posts that I can use from this script. And, and I, then I'll have to, you know, tweak them and make them, make them mine, but it gets, it takes the, the initial thought process out of it, I suppose, you know, and so that's been a huge help to me and, and time saver, um, especially the summary part. Like, give me a, 
a podcast summary of this based on this script. Right. And then that's what I use to post in, you know, for Apple podcast and all of those of what, what you're going to get there. And it's, then I shorten it a little bit and use that in my email to say, Hey, this is what's on the podcast this week. Here's the link to it and all of that. Brilliant. Yeah. Easy. Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I want to move a little bit to something very specific. And this is, I know you've, you've mentioned this, you go live every Thursday Mm -hmm. in your Facebook group. I know it is something that you've been doing for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And so I know that you love Facebook as your main platform. I do. Where have you seen the most growth and visibility in your business um, from that? You know, how have you achieved what you've, what you've done aside from the tried and true consistency? Yes, that's a great question. So recently um, I had launch number five of my program and we, and my team and I did a debrief and we found that most of the people that um, came to the live masterclasses found me through my free Facebook group. And my free Facebook group is my biggest source of email list growth every single month. I have hundreds of Mm. people that want to join my my group every single month because it is a true community of kindness and support and some fun. And, you know, if somebody needs something, they can post in the group and ask for help and somebody else is going to swoop in and help them. Um, or if you want to promote something that you have going on, everybody's allowed to do that. And it has not turned into a spam fest, thank goodness. Um, so for me, I recognized early on that I couldn't find a Facebook group that I really liked. Honestly, um, they all felt like they, they either felt like a spam fest where people Mm -hmm. were just posting their promotion and nobody was really talking to anybody else. Or you would post a question to get some help and nobody would answer. And it was like, right. is anybody paying attention, really? And so I thought, okay, I'll just build my own. And so that's what I did. And it's turned into one of the biggest um, sources of um, email list growth and um, com- sales conversions for me without me having to sell anything. Because right. I'm showing up every week and I'm serving and I'm serving in the group and I'm connecting people. You know, if you posted and said, hey, I'm looking for a podcast manager, I would be like, I don't I, I don't know the answer to that question. But let me tag some people that are in the podcast space and let me see if they've got a good recommendation. Or, you know, I had a gal that posted a, a, a question about Kajabi and, I, you know, tech is not my love language. Stephanie, <laughs> Yes. I was like, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. I think I, I actually, for a second there, I thought, I bet I could answer this question. And I was like, no, Tracy Bieber, stay in your own lane. Don't try the tech stuff. And so I just ended up tagging some Kajabi people to help, to help that member. Right. Right. And so it, it, that Facebook group has been a way for me to deepen the no like and trust factor with my ideal clients and give them great value and help them along their journey. And then when I go to promote, they want to buy or they want to be my affiliate. What are the things, the key activities that you do then within your Facebook group to create that engagement, to create that community, uh, to keep people coming back? Um, Obviously you're, you're live on Thursdays, but what about every other day of the week? Yeah, that's a great question. So on Monday, we always do a win. I'm I'm a super positive person in my coaching sessions um, with my one-to-one clients. I'm like, before we even dive in, you got to give me a win. 
it yep. doesn't matter how little it seems, you got to give me a win. And then with my students in my group coaching program, it's the same thing. Before they ask a question, I'm like, you got to give me a win. So Mondays are a win. And that's always fun for people because we, I don't think we focus a lot of times on the things that we've really achieved because we're so busy mm-hmm. just trying to trying to get so many things done and achieve so many things. And it's like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me go back and see how far I've come. And then Tuesday is usually a business tip of some kind, something that I wanted to share with them. And then I always ask them for their opinion. You know, hey, what's your biggest tip for X, Y, Z? Here's mine. Right. Uh, Wednesday is a, a piece of valuable content that I want to share. If I've been a guest on a podcast, I'll, I will share that with them. Or if I, the other day, I was listening to Amy Porterfield and Gabby Bernstein talking about manifestation. And I was like, my members need to hear this. And so we put it into our bank of content to use on a Wednesday. And then Thursday is live. Friday is I want to leave them with a motivation of some kind, an inspiration piece of some kind. So it's usually a quote from somebody that's inspirational. And I always ask them what they think or how they found it or, you know, did it hit hit them right between the eyes like it did me? Um, and then Saturday, I allow them to share either a lead magnet or sometimes share Saturday is share your website with us. Sunday's mm-hmm. usually a, a fun thing. My assistant Jill does a great job with this. It's like a this or that, or it's a, a, a baby picture of a, a famous person, an entrepreneur, and you have to just, you know, you have to guess who it is. Guess who it is. <laughs> um, I, I think to myself, okay, what's in it for them to be in this group? Yes, I'm giving them great value in education and they're getting help with their businesses, but they also want to showcase themselves and they want to share what they're doing. And so we keep that top of mind when we ask them, hey, show us your best lead magnet. And then the other thing we started doing that's been really fun is we started grouping people by category. So like we'll say, where are all of our copywriters at? Comment below um, in case somebody's looking for a copywriter, but then also connect with somebody for a coffee chat because there may be a collaboration potential there or right. you know, where are all the people that are in the health and wellness space? And so you have to give people um, a reason to want to be there and a reason to stay. And so I keep thinking what's in it for them to be there. And I want to give them as many opportunities as possible to showcase who they are and to get help. So how does that play into what Facebook is looking for? then to help, whether it's promoting your content, you know, playing into the algorithm that we're all trying to do. How does that activity on your group help every other part of what you're doing on meta? Let's say that's a great question. So I, um, I recently heard this podcast and it made a whole lot of sense. If you want to get the rewards on Facebook or on any platform you're on, you've got to play by their rules. Right. So what is what is the platform love? Facebook loves when we have a personal profile, when we post on our personal profile, when we interact with other people on our personal profile. Facebook loves it when we have a business page, when we post content there and we invite people to follow our, our to follow our page regularly. Facebook loves it when you create a Facebook group. And what's made my group successful not only is the work that we've put into it. But in the beginning, it was just me and all that stuff I just rattled off about us, us doing something seven days a week. That didn't happen when I was building this business alongside a full-time career. I think I had three posts right. in that group in the beginning. So it's not, it's become what it is now because I have an awesome um, assistant as my right hand. But yeah, when your group is highly engaged, like mine is, Facebook loves that and begins to serve up my group as a potential group that my ideal clients will be interested in. And so people will join my group. And when they join my group, 
based on the way I've got the membership questions set up, it grows my email list. There's the key mm-hmm. to that because you want everything you do to grow your email list. But right. I'll ask people, hey, how'd you find my group? And they're like, Facebook suggested it. I'm like, well, that's fabulous. And so, <laughs> and so that's, I'm being rewarded by the platform for doing what the platform wants, which is being social, right. being engaging and, um, and helping other people. That's fantastic. So I know you have a live masterclass this month. So we're recording this in January, 2024. And it's how to grow your email list and attract your ideal ideal clients without paid ads. Tell us a little bit about the masterclass. I'll make sure that there is a link in the show notes. So if you're listening to this right now, you can go and, and sign up and learn even more from Tracy. But I'd love to hear a little bit about what they can expect in that free masterclass. Thank you. I'm so excited about it. I love it. It's one of my my favorite things that I do. So in this live masterclass, not only is, am I going to teach you organic email list growth strategies and visibility strategies, uh, you know, where you don't need paid ads, but also you don't need to create a truckload of free lead magnets. Because again, all those other list building um, courses out there taught you to do that. I'm teaching you everything else. And so in this live masterclass, I have four simple strategies that no one else is talking about. And I'm going to teach them to you so that you can come away from that masterclass with things to do. I don't like it when I go to a webinar or a masterclass or a workshop and it's all fluff. Um, Full disclosure, I will be talking about my eight-week group coaching program towards the end of the masterclass. But I want to bring people value and education first. And if they join my program, that's awesome. But I want them to leave there feeling excited and energized and ready to really tackle their visibility for 2024. And so that's what we're going to do. That sounds amazing. And I know I was looking at the page earlier. I'm like, I think I need to listen to this because, (laughs) you know, I've shifted in how I'm promoting my business and what I'm doing right now. It's like, I kind of need to re-engage, I think, on Facebook because I pretty much disconnected from Facebook for a long time. I very rarely post. Um, if I post something, I'm sharing it like both to Instagram and Facebook at the same time on my business page. Yeah. Um, but I'm not Facebook focused. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I know when I used to be, because several years ago, I definitely was, and it had grown a pretty good group and it was, it, it had really good engagement. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of set it aside. And so, yeah, I know I was looking at your, at, at your course and looking at the masterclass and I'm like, I need to re-engage over there. (laughs) I would love to have you. That would be amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, like I said, I will drop that link to the masterclass in the show notes so that you have access to it. If this is something that you're interested in attending and learning more from Tracy. Tracy, thank you so much for coming on the show today and for being part of this community and just being able to share all these amazing tips and uh, great information for us. And I know that there's some actionable stuff in there too. So if you listened and you're like, oh, wait, what did she say about that? Just go back and listen to it again, Mm -hmm. because there's plenty of stuff that you can take action on right now Mm -hmm. to get started and then go listen to our masterclass and get all the goodies. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity so much. Anytime I can, I have a goal of reaching as many online entrepreneurs as possible across the world. Mm -hmm. And so anytime I can talk about this, I just love it. So thank you because I just, you know, there's no reason business growth does not have to be a struggle. We can grow our businesses with ease and we can do this in ways that's authentic to us where we're not having to spend 24 seven on these social media platforms. So I cracked the code on it and I want to share that with everybody. So I just really appreciate it, Stephanie. 
If you're enjoying the Dream Launcher podcast, I'd love to know. Would you give us a follow and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify? And if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the Empowered Creativity Coach channel and hit that bell so you don't miss the next episode.